This is Helping of Happiness, episode number 179. Today we are having on Hillary Nielsen at Mom Handles the Money. She's going to give us a family finances refresher. Hi, I'm Hillary Hess and you're listening to Helping of Happiness. I am a crazy mom of seven kids and at Helping of Happiness, we love to help build up families by providing delicious family recipes, exciting travel guides, and home and family hacks to make your life more manageable and more fun. There are a lot of things I am still learning and I'm trying to figure out, and that is why we have this podcast, to have our friends come on here and teach us and inspire us to be better and grow closer to Jesus Christ. Hey, welcome to the show. So glad to have you with us today. We have just a few things I wanted to talk about before we get in and start talking with Hillary Nielsen. So we have got some really great things in the show notes of this episode for you. It's packed full of lots and lots of stuff. Pretty much anything budget related or finance related that we could find that we've had on our site, we've tried to pack into the show notes. So that means other podcast episodes that we have dealt with family finances. We got together some blog posts that we put together about meal planning and how to save money when you're meal planning. We've got together something brand new we just put out today and it is... 12 budget-friendly healthy dinners for you and just go ahead and click on that and it will send you over to our where you can access all of our freebies so you just punch in your email there and then you can have access to our freebie resource library and we send you the passcode for that and it doesn't cost anything but that library is full of so many resources and one of them is the 12 budget-friendly, healthy dinner recipes. So you're going to want to go ahead and do that. If you are already one of our VIPs, then you already have access to this. You can just pop into that access, the, um, the freebie library and get all of those. So anyway, I have just so many fun things that I want to share with you and I can't wait for you to learn more from Hillary. She's just really fantastic. I love her so much. So let's get on with it. All right, we are so pumped. We have my dear friend Hillary Nielsen. So you got two Hillarys today. Hillary Hess, the host, and Hillary Nielsen's our awesome guest talking to us all about mom handles the money. We have not talked about budgeting or finances or money on here for quite a long time. So I'm really really need a tune-up myself. And with it being January, I'm just really anxious to cinch things up, get some things planned out for the year. So Let's introduce you to Hillary. Hillary, will you tell us just for a second about you and your family, and then we'll jump into all things budget. Sure. Yeah. So um, I we've lived in the Dallas area here for about six and a half years now. Um, my husband and I just celebrated our fifteenth anniversary, and we've got four little kids: uh, three boys and a girl, um, age ten down to one. And um, I work. Uh, part-time I have my own bookkeeping business and uh, started up mom handles the money and um, it's just kind of taken off from when we started about a year ago so oh my gosh I can't believe it's been a year it doesn't it feels like we were just having lunch talking about how you were gonna maybe be doing this money thing that's so fun almost a year ago yeah so oh my goodness okay well I would love to have you share the story behind like what inspired mom handles the money, how it started. And then like, we'll just kind of go from there. Okay. So this has been a, a 
vision in my brain for gosh, many years, probably eight to 10 years. I've had this in my head. Um, it really started like back in college. It was a finance major, um, took a lot of personal finance classes. And then I went to work um, after graduation for six years. I worked as a financial analyst um, in the banking industry. So I got really good at like taking financial statements and being able to look at them and analyze a business and understand like the health of a business based on a quick look of these financial statements. Um, and then really in my bookkeeping business, that's also the same, same thing that I do. I'm just always looking at numbers for the businesses, for these businesses and figuring out, you know, what makes businesses succeed and what makes them fail. And then as I kind of transitioned from that full-time working life into being kind of the full-time mom, you know, life, it really is the same thing. Like each of our families is like its own small business. Um, and all of really the same principles apply. We should have budgets. We should have goals. We should have ways to measure our progress. Um, we should have a like a family balance sheet. We should understand our net worth and we should be accountable for where our money goes, just like a business does. And we either succeed or fail really based on all of those same principles. Um, and you can really look at how well it's being done in a family and predict, you know, the financial success or not. Um, so that's kind of where it all got started. Um, so in the stay-at-home mom world, where this, where the true idea came from was, I can't tell you how many like play dates or lunch dates or, you know, the things we do with get together with kids where you'd see you have a group of women and I would hear things like, I don't know my husband handles that, you know, he handles the money and it would just be like nails on a chalkboard to me. Like every time I would hear that, because, um, I just think that families really thrive when you have two voices. And especially when you have a woman's voice in there, we are the ones taking the kids to the doctors. We are the ones signing them up for sports. We are the ones signing them up for all the things that they do. We're the ones, you know, that, spend the money generally buying the groceries right. you know we're the spenders the because they are all of the extra, we are managing yeah. the home and so I just <clears> think <throat> it we are doing a disservice to our families when we just say I don't make the money so I'm just going to excuse myself from knowing anything about it and families really thrive and do better when the women are involved in the finances and I really feel passionately about that because I've seen it. Like I've just seen in my own family, I've watched friends, you know, deal with difficult situations where they've turned a blind eye to the family finances. And for many different reasons, you know, that can come back to create some really big problems. So I just think it's really important that even if husbands are the ones that want to take the lead, that we insert ourselves, you know, as equal partners in that task it's that important so no I love that well and you always want to know where everything's at if something happened to your husband or you split up or you know even if you're on your own I mean we need all we all need these principles it's something every yeah. single person needs to know it applies about. it applies whether you're married with four kids whether you never get married whether you go through death or divorce it's all of those situations apply whether you have a, more money than you know what to do with or you're just working through every single paycheck trying to pay the bills 
it applies across the board. Yeah, I love that. So what kinds of things do you talk about on Mom Handles the Money? Let's talk about that a little bit. So we have covered in the last year so many topics. Um, right now we're really talking about, because it's January, we're talking about uh, budgeting, budgeting tips, um, how to measure your financial health, you know, um, how to know how you're doing. We talk about all things regarding saving, like um, money market accounts, checking accounts, saving accounts, CDs, you know, the differences and what money should be where, emergency funds. We talk about retirement, 401ks, the difference between Roth savings and traditional savings. We've talked about college savings, how to open a 529 and how to, the advantages to that. We've talked, you know, basics of investing and the difference between you know, uh, mutual funds and index funds and how to invest in stocks um, and understanding when is the right time to start doing that. Uh, we've talked about credit and loans and student loans and debt repayment strategies and how to start digging yourself out of a hole if you're in one. Uh, we've talked about mortgages, how to compare, um, you know, when you're shopping for a mortgage, how to compare different offers, how to you know, understand uh, loan summaries and what you're what you're looking at, so that you when you're signing up for thirty years of debt. You want to know what you're doing there. Um, we talk a lot about insurance because that's a big one. We talk about health insurance and how to understand. We talk about auto insurance, uh, life insurance, how to know that you and your spouse are covered enough. You know, to in case something were to happen, uh, we kind of just go top to bottom all the things that moms in particular are really bombarded with like almost daily I would say one or more than one of those issues comes up um almost daily I would say so okay just... so when you look back on what this that you've talked about in a year does your head kind of spin and go whoa we really covered some ground this year we, we covered some ground yeah I feel really good about all I mean, time. for your first year, you kind of covered like a lot of different things. That's really kind of amazing. Well, thanks. Yeah. I mean, it really just started with me kind of throwing it out there and starting with my own topics. But then it was really neat because then I started getting feedback and people wanting to hear about different things. So then it got easier because people would say, what about this? What about this? And I would get questions oh, and I would just go, great, well, let's talk about it next week, you know? And so people really did go, oh, you know, I should, I feel like we really opened a lot of people's eyes and, and they started wondering, wanting to know more about different topics. Like I would talk about life insurance and they would talk about, well, what about my homeowner's insurance? And then we would do a thing on homeowner's insurance and then it would just kind of, just kind of snowball. And so there's I, so, so it's much. Like the best. It's like the best kind of content too, because it's so relative to your people, your audience that are there. And I think it also makes your people that are engaging with you on Instagram, because you guys are on Instagram, that's your main base, mm -hmm. Bob handles some money, is that if people know they can come to you if they have a question, they don't just have to wait for the topic to come up later on. Yeah. I love your response to people that are like, okay, but I have a question about this right now. You know, I think that that's yeah. fantastic that you are timely and ready to answer that and so helpful. It's, it's great. Well, thanks. I like to think that we've helped a lot of people in the last year. So I love it. 
we get back to everybody that's asked asked questions or wanted to know things. And even if we don't cover it on Instagram, we'll talk about it on the side together. And awesome. So that's so great. Now you 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 have like okay, hang on, let me rephrase that a little bit. So it's very overwhelming, like this whole thing. When you list all those things. Yeah, like, okay well where do I even begin right because yeah. I, you know I mean and we I mean I've been married me and my husband I mean I can't remember 24 years I think so you know we've had a budget we we're a little looser we're not very good at spreadsheets and stuff like that but we we pretty much know where so let me just explain so this is how it began for us so my husband when we very first started out was in sales and so it was very feast or famine for us so it was really hard to get a budget lined up because we didn't always have the money for all the things that we needed but then so we would just scrimp and scrimp and scrimp and then when the money came then we would fill those needs but we never really knew how much money it was going to be right so we lived the first 15 years of our marriage kind of in this way where it was like okay well we're just going to be super frugal but if we get a bonus, then awesome. We can take the kids to Disneyland this year, or we can buy all the kids school clothes this month or, you know, anyway. So that was, but then in the last several years, now we're back to just a regular traditional, you know, there's still bonuses or something here and there, but it is a traditional, like, this is going to be your paycheck and it's about the same every time. You know what I mean? So, Mm -hmm. but it's hard to go from that kind of mindset where you just... (laughs) scrimp and scrimp and you know and so we never really wrote it out super line item because we just kind of knew okay well that's not going to work you know but -hmm. I think it would be so much healthy for us now it's like okay we are definitely in a place where we could be a little bit pickier about this and Mm -hmm. know a little bit better about where our money is going right yeah Um, but um so like how do we get started you know what are what are some steps so so the place to start on all of this, anything that I just mentioned on all the things we've covered, the place to start is with a budget because that's where it all begins. You really mm-hmm. can't plan anything unless you know and you can make a reasonable guess of how much money's coming in and how much money's going out. And what you just described is really, really common. People have a lot of variable income mm-hmm. and variable expenses. And And that's just really, that's one of the most common questions I get. How do I make my budget when I make different amounts each month? And my answer is just start writing it down. So you've got to start with either um, write it on a piece of paper, open up a spreadsheet or get an app. I use Quicken to track mine. Um, some people don't like Quicken. There's also um, apps like um, you need a budget is a really popular one. Something where you can keep track, you can link your bank accounts, or if you don't want to do that, like open up a spreadsheet or, or get a pen and paper and just write it down. Um, and just, just start. It takes, take 30 minutes. I always do mine like on a Sunday afternoon when my baby's down, that's when I just seem to have like a quiet moment where I can just kind of run through the week's finances, find literally 30 minutes, maybe not even that much where you can just open up your bank statements and go, okay, what came in this week and what went out this week? One week at a time. Like it's really in just little bite-sized chunks. And then once you've done that for four weeks, you know, you can go, okay, I made, I made a thousand dollars on this. Put your income at the top. I spent this money. I went to the grocery store. I went to the movies. I paid for soccer registration this week and just write them all down. 
so that at the end of four weeks, you've got this is what came in and this is what went out. And you have to start building that historical data because the only way, especially when you have variable income, the only way to be able to reasonably predict what's gonna come in in the future is if you've got some past data to go off of. So you've got to start building that past data. And, you, and once you've got four weeks of recording everything, then you go, okay, well, I can see. Here's how much I brought in. Here's how much went out. And you would be amazed how many people have no idea if they're a net positive or a, or a negative at the end of the month. Most people don't, I have discovered. <laughs> so wow. most people don't. And as long as there's enough to kind of get by at the end of the month, they don't stop to think about it. And for many reasons, that's problematic. But the, but a big one would be a lot of people are, are, they don't realize it, but every month they're getting into a little bit more debt, a little bit more debt, and a little bit more debt until that adds up. So by just putting it down on paper and being able to see it, you know, you can go, okay, look, I am $1,000 up this month. You know, that's great. Now you watch, do it again for a second month and you see what your income is, see what your expenses are. If you have variable income, you might be $1,000 down the next month. Right. Once you've got three or four months, you can kind of take an average and then you can take that average of your income and that average of your expenses because expenses will also vary month by month. And, and you can move forward and kind of then start to really make a budget and plan and go, I'm not going to freak out this month when I'm down a thousand because I've got this past data that tells me it's going to be all right. It, you know, it's going to come. It's, it's a cycle. So, and then you might get to the end of a year and go, I have $5,000 left. You know, I can, what should I do with it? Or you might go, you know what? I am tighter than I realized, you know, and my credit card bounce went up $2,000 this year. And so then you've got line item by line item. You can go through and, make that fix before you get too deep into that. So that's where I would start is you just got to start writing it down. Like even in my bookkeeping business, it's called a cash dashboard. And I go through it with these businesses every single month or every single week. And it's exactly what I just said. We open up the bank statement and we put in every dollar that came in for the week. And we look at every dollar that went out. And so we know always where our cash is. And it's the same thing. It's a, it's essentially a personal cash dashboard to just know you've got to know what's coming in and what's going out. And if it's variable, take a three or four month block mm -hmm. and kind of take an average of that to be able to plan for the future. And I think you will find it sounds like extra work and it sounds like extra time and it is, but nothing worth anything doesn't take work. Right, and right. I'm going to take a little extra time. But I think you will find that it's actually quite liberating because once you realize, oh, I've got a plan, it's all part of a plan, I've got an extra $500, go take the trip. It's part of a bigger yeah. plan. Go do it. Enjoy it. Guilt-free. You know, you've made a plan. You've stuck to it. You've got some extra money. You know, you know you can do this. Go, go enjoy, you know? So I think that you really put in a little bit of extra time and then you realize that it's not restricting. It's actually like really liberating to feel like you've got it under control. I love that. I love that. Such a good tip. Oh my gosh. I love that. Okay. So you have, um, like your money management blueprint. Can we talk about that a little bit that you have yes, for us? 
Okay, so this was born out of the question that I get the most, which is, what should I do with my money? <laughs> you know, I just, <laughs> that is the question I get. And I go, well, it depends, you know, um, it just totally depends. So, and I would get that question from people that were like, just really trying to pay their basic expenses. And I would get that question from people that are like, $50,000 lying around. What should I do with that? Oh you know? my gosh. That's so, so interesting to yeah, me that so it, it doesn't just, matter it whether doesn't, you have none or you have a lot. It's the it, same question. It doesn't matter. Um, people want to know that their money is working for them and at its highest and best use all the time. And, you know, over a 30 year period, it can make huge difference if you're putting your money in the right places to work for you. So what the money management blueprint does is it just walks you through anytime you have a sum of money, whether that be your every two week paycheck or whether that be, I have $10,000 sitting in a checking account over here that I just don't really touch. What should I do with it? And you can, it, it'll just walk you through like step-by-step. Step. Okay. Step one, you know, do I have enough money in my checking account to cover my basic expenses, my monthly ins and outs? Okay, good done. Step two. And then you just walk through one by one, the smartest place, to put your money. Um, it'll walk you through emergency funds. Uh, step two would be funding your emergency fund. Then it'll talk about getting rid of your high interest debt. Um, and each step will show you, you know, how much you put in towards that, um, where to do it, whether it be a checking account, savings account, um, where to look. And then I have resources on there, links for every single one for um, just some more information. It talks about then step four would be, you know, maximizing a 401k match. Um, and then once you've covered those bases, if you've still got additional funds, it goes into individual retirement accounts, um, funding education expenses for your kids, and then um, taxable investments. And for that one, it just says how much it says the sky is the limit. So once you've reached that step, it just talks about all the different ways you can invest your money um, because whether you are barely got enough and you're just funding your monthly expenses and taking, you've got a hundred dollars left and you start funding that like step two emergency fund. If it takes you three years, it takes you three years, but you're doing something, you know, yeah. if you run through that whole thing and you're out to step seven and you've still got extra money, you know, if you're leaving that extra money in a checking account, making half a percent, I mean, you could be costing yourself hundreds of thousands, if not more dollars, if you're not putting it in the right place. So it really doesn't matter where you're at or how long it takes you to work through it. It's just like, it, it's just going to walk you through one by one. Check this one off the box. Okay. My emergency fund done. Okay. What's next? Okay. Done. You know, and if you get through the whole thing, you're going to have, you're just going to be able to rest easy knowing your bases are covered and your money is out there working for you in the best way possible. I love that. Oh, yeah. I've gotten a lot of really good, good feedback on that one. It was, it was really, it was just born out of getting that question so often. I thought, let me just put together a resource to just like, here, just follow it one by one. No, here, I think it's nice that it can, because everybody's in a different spot, right? Some people yeah. may have a lot of debt or some people may have a great emergency fund or you know, so it's nice to know what, you know, or maybe they're great and they have had their kids college money saved or, you know, I think, I think that's so good. And also so, people don't know which order 
to do it in. You, yeah. know, you don't need to start, you know, buying stock when you don't have an emergency fund and you couldn't handle a small emergency. You know, there is yeah. a right order. So it just yeah. gives, you, gives you that order. Yeah. No, I, I love that. I think that that's, it's so wise and helpful. And I think it helps people's wheels to just keep spinning and, you know, you can actually have some direction with someone to hold your little hand as yeah, you go along. You know? Step by step. Yeah. Okay. So I would love to hear why this is like so important to you. Like, do you have any experiences, whether it's for you or from a client or just why having all of this has just blessed your life, whether it's insurance or having these savings, mm-hmm. different things. So, I mean, I just always kind of naturally been drawn to, to, to numbers and finance and these kinds of things. Um, a couple of reasons that personal family finance is near and dear to my heart is just through um family and friends that I have, you know, had experiences with, um, watching family and friends go through the hard things that you don't want to go through, like divorce or death. Um, and it's just like proven fact that when those things happen, women suffer more, they take the Mm -hmm. short end of the stick when those things happen. Um, and you know, if you can remove financial stress from those situations, you know, it can be, a huge, you know, benefit to them. Um, I've had, I've had, you know, you watch people that are stuck in relationships. They shouldn't be stuck in because of finances. Um, I had a, you know, situation just last year, we had just a tough year with, um, health. I had surgery and my baby was born and he had some complications. And so, Um, just having our insurance in order, you know, was a huge blessing to us and knowing exactly how that worked and how it was all going to happen was just a gigantic blessing to our family and knowing how to, knowing how to shop insurance plans and choose the right plan, knowing what was coming for our family. I mean, it was just a a huge blessing to us. Um, I've had, I've worked with friends that have come to me and said, we really want to give our kids something when they graduate from high school. We had nothing given to us from our parents when we went to college. And, you know, that kind of debt follows you around for, can follow you around all of adulthood, you know, a lot of people. And so we've walked through one, each one of their kids and I helped them figure out exactly how much they needed to start contributing to a 529 in order to get to their goal that they wanted to get to for each of their um, kids. And, I mean, that can be life, that's, that's life changing. That's really fine. That's life changing for those kids, you know, when they reach that age, you know, to not have to have, you know, college debt hanging over their head. And those kinds of things are, they're just huge. They take not a lot of time and they're, I mean, none of this is really that hard, Um, but it just, it does take time, but it is truly life changing. For, for people and yeah. it's really really satisfying when people come to you and need a little bit of guidance on something I had a friend um come who had a child that was diagnosed with a, a pretty serious illness and she was overwhelmed with the finances of it all and we I'm not an I'm not an expert in health insurance but we just walked 
through her policy so she could kind of get a handle of how much was the medicine going to cost? How much were these doctor's appointments going to cost? How much, you know, are the, is the lab work going to cost? Just so that she could like have an, have a, some sort of number in her head, you know, of what is, what is my future now look like? Because her life had just been turned upside down, you know? And it's just, it's really nice to be able to just have that knowledge and be like, okay, because knowledge is power in all of these yeah. things. If you've got the ability to just sit down and figure it out, then I think it just can remove tons of stress from your life. Well, and don't you think the unknown sometimes brings more worry than the known? You oh, know, 100%. That's for me, knowledge yeah. is power. Like knowledge will help yeah. you lay down at night and fall asleep. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, mm-hmm. Okay. That's, that's so good. So, okay, let's talk about, we talked a little bit about where we can find you. So mom handles the money on Instagram. That's mm-hmm. your big hub right now. Yeah. Um, anything else that you wanted to share that before? that we didn't cover um yeah you can find us on instagram you can follow us there at mom handles the money in our bio we have two links right now one is for the blueprint that we've talked about and then we also have a dashboard available that is also linked in our bio um and it is kind of the next step to the blueprint it goes right along with it it is a a google doc spreadsheet and you can actually go right in it It just and it it's steps one through seven just like the blueprint but you can actually type in like you can the budget that i was talking about you should start building it gives you the framework to start typing that budget and then you can see and then it will feed that right into step two and it will just map it all it just brings the whole blueprint to life for you gives you graphs gives you here's how much you made progress you made and here's how much should go to the next step next time. And it just brings the whole thing to life. Uh, it's a really um, good tool. Uh, my sister has been my partner in all of this and that is her creation. And I have to say it's pretty awesome. So, well, I can't wait to start using it. it. I'm so excited. <laughs> oh, yeah. it's going to be so great. Um, okay. So I do have one other question I forgot was, what do you do if your spouse is not on like thinking it would be really fun to have a budget that they think that things are fine and that, you know, cause I, well, I do hear and see this a lot that it's yeah. one person that really wants to work on it and the other one, not so much. You know? right. If there's a second most common question that I get, that would be it. Um, and this one, I kind of compare it to like when one spouse wants to get healthy and get into shape. And the other one, and the other one, not so much. You know what I mean? Nobody can do, and I just say nobody can do. Nobody can get. I can't get your spouse into shape. You cannot do that work for him. You know, so you have to focus on you. And that is kind of the same advice that I would give here: is if they're just not interested, step up and take the reins. You know, because I don't doubt that it probably is fine month to month. If you're paying the bills, eh, why take extra time out of my day? It's fine. It's all working, but it's not, you know, if you don't have a plan, eventually it will catch up to you. And so I would say you cannot do the work for them. Focus, start with the things that I've said, download our blueprint. It's completely free. Download it, print it out and just start and hope that it's contagious, you know, as, as you see the progress and as 
as you see that it's actually liberating to be able to have this information, you know, that it will be contagious and that they will catch on. Same as when one spouse wants to get in shape. That's what I compare it to. You just can't force it, but you can still do the work. Yeah. I like that. It, just because they don't want to get involved doesn't mean that you can't, you can't start. And I do like how you said it can be contagious. Cause I do think once they see you doing it, that they are going to get curious and be like, okay, what are you, yeah. what are you doing? What have you found out? Okay. Yeah. You have a little report uh, for me. Trickier you know? when the, it's trickier when the spouse that doesn't want to get involved is also the one spending too much money. Yeah. And that but, is hard. Yeah. And there is that there's going to be that, you know, and you are going to have different things that you think is important to spend money on. And right. that's just marriage, right? It's just really true. It is. it is. But if you can sit down with concrete data and look at it, yeah. um, then you have a better chance of the light bulb coming on. Yeah. And finding some common ground. Yeah. Yeah. As opposed to just winging it, you know, I think we spent too much here, but I don't know, you know, but whereas if you can sit down and say, look, we spent 500 more dollars than we made this month. Like we got to do something about this. Then then the red flag might go up. You know, that's all you can do. So (laughs) that's a great answer. I think it's a great answer. Okay. Do you have just a couple minutes to talk about our three helpful and happy questions today? Okay. I love doing this because this is helping of happiness. Our blog talks about family recipes, talks about family travel, home hacks, and then it's also the archive for our little house for our podcast. So, okay. We'll go through this real quick. So first question is what is your favorite food or meal? Uh, So our family's favorite meal is and it's really simple because I'm not a chef. <laughs> <laughs> That's because you're amazing at all the other things. So this is why we all have to be amazing at different um, things, right? You have to be amazing at different things, and food is not mine. So <laughs> <laughs> we are we default to a taco bar. We mm. like to we like to do the Mexican food. It's really simple. My kids, all four kids, will eat it without complaint. Oh, so best I kind of a simple taco bar with all the toppings and my kids like to make nachos and that's our favorite go-to. You know dinner. what? I think we're going to need to do that for dinner tonight. Cause we've been, you know, when they just gripe and complain and I keep telling my kids, I'm like, you guys, you don't understand what it's like to have like yucky food. Come on. I make good food. Yeah. You guys quit complaining, but tacos yeah. are totally a win for our family. Tacos are like tacos and pizza are the two Tacos, things pizza, are... and spaghetti are always. Yeah. Mm, I can't even get by with all four and spaghetti. I have one that doesn't <laughs> like the sauce. I have one that doesn't like the sauce. And so I can't really even do spaghetti. <laughs> oh, don't you love it? There's just always got to be something somebody doesn't tacos like. And pizza. I can't even do chicken nuggets. I have one that won't eat chicken nuggets. Yeah. No, I have. Yeah, we have. We have that issue too. There's it's tricky. Mm-hmm. It's tricky. Okay, best trip you've ever gone on or your dream vacation. Maybe you're saving all of your, with your budget for your dream vacation if you don't have a favorite trip you've been on. Okay, so I'm going to plug personal finances on this. Yeah, oh, please do. So if you know me, please don't tell my kids this because this is a surprise, okay? (laughs) My oldest is home sick, okay? (laughs) But... (laughs) We are planning in three weeks. We are surprising our kids, taking them to Disneyland for the first time. So, oh my gosh! I have no idea, and I think I I am just so excited about it. So they're gonna isn't have- there just something about having a surprise trip that like just like mm-hmm. 
Oh, I just love yeah. it. It just gets me so excited. Yeah. It's got like all the excitement the whole time, just leading up to it. Not even. The kids are great ages. It's yeah, I'm it'll be perfect. Worried. Really looking forward to it. And the best part is we budgeted for it. We have it. It's part of yeah. our plan. And so we're just going to do it entirely guilt-free and just go and enjoy. Yeah. No, there's nothing like taking a trip when you know you're not going to come back and have repercussions for it. Like it's just, it's yep. awesome. You built yeah. it into the plan. I all like I also kind of compare that to like getting in shape. Like when you yeah. want to eat a cookie, you build it into your plan for the day and then you eat that cookie guilt free, you know? And then yeah. it's the same thing. It's just completely liberating. So I'm really looking forward to that. Oh my gosh, that's <laughs> gonna be so awesome. Oh, I love a good trip. Okay, last one. You've already given us lots of home and family hacks throughout this whole budget process, but did you have another one that you wanted to share with us? Oh gosh. I'm the worst at this kind of This thing. is always everyone's hardest question. And then they say something and I'm like, that was brilliant. And they're like, oh, I didn't even know that was a good one. Well, can I tell you mine? It's going to be business. But dinner's by Delane is my whole oh, Okay. <laughs> we had her on our podcast for those of you that have heard that episode. Yeah, yeah, she's great. So she has a ready-made dinner that you warm up in the oven and eat. It's so great, like on busy sports nights and stuff. I'm sure for you guys, because you have done a ton of sports and stuff. Yeah. I, that's my home hack and teaching my husband how to do the laundry and oh brilliant <laughs> yeah let's teach everybody husbands yeah. kids everybody so I, good I recently pawned off laundry and dinners a lot of nights and that's made all the okay, difference delegating that is a huge home <laughs> hack we all need to delegate more we all need to let go of some things I think that's yeah. a great hack yeah and we don't need to be super mom in all of the things there's definitely times when we can just yep do our best and just it's okay yep put find that in the budget point, find your pain point and offload it if you that's can right. that's <laughs> right that's why we need our budget so we can afford delaying that's right exactly oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, well hillary thank you so much for coming on and talking to us about this this just makes me feel inspired to do a little bit better get my little excel spreadsheet i'm i'm really excited about your blueprint i'm going to really just dive into that and and put some things in there because you know how much i love travel and i love yeah. to you know i mean and i'm really good at using the points of people you know are really tight on money and they need to do all that they need to go listen to our episode all about how you use your travel points yeah to travel. and i that, would love to learn, yeah i would love to learn more about that, that that is a great a great way but there are still things that come with it you can't travel completely free you know there's there's oh, still expensive and expenses yep. so anyway oh thank you so much hillary you're just such a gem i just love you so much personally and professionally i've learned so much from you and you're just such a good example of living what you teach and i i'm really excited for everyone to get to know you way better on instagram and see just how awesome you are so thank you well thank you for having me on this was fun i can always talk about personal finance anytime so okay good i'll probably have questions as i keep going okay. through my budget okay all right that's good thanks 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 for being with us today if you enjoyed this episode please give us a like and a review if you are listening through youtube then make sure you give us a little like and subscribe subscribe in whatever app you're listening through and I hope that you have a fantastic day. Don't forget to go to those show notes and get all of those freebies and great other information when it comes to family finances and money management.